Hello and welcome into the Section 109 podcast. Mix just winked at me. I am Breezy. This is Matthew. We are here from Studio Breezy. Here to recap two women's games with Bobble Juan and Matthew's Aquafina. He's already finished his coffee, therefore I know he's ready to go. Absolutely. Matthew, how are we doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm glad to be back in the studio. I've missed this. This is some of the best parts of my week. Um, so I'm happy to be podcasting again. You got friends in low places, turns I, out. <laughs> that's a good joke. That is actually a good joke. Out of your many bad jokes, uh, that was a good joke. All Ma- my jokes are good. Uh, that's not true. Matthew, we have two games to recap because uh, I've been very busy, and so the studio has been unavailable, and you've been busy as well, so we haven't. our schedules haven't aligned. But we're here now. 865 Alliance. Um, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. 3-1 loss at home. I was out of town in Vegas for the U.S. Men's National Team game, so I didn't see this in person. You did. I have watched um, large portions of it on the stream, so I will have some takes on it, but I would like uh, your opening thoughts. And I will, I'm will. i going to lean on you a lot for this one since you were there in person. Yeah, I, I think this is one of those games where... Man, um... So 3-1 loss, not fun, not great. Uh, There are some positives from this game, mostly in the second half, although there were were large portions of this game where I felt like we pinned Knoxville back and we were were creating chances. Uh, We were were danger adjacent a ton. We were even a little dangerous. Um, And I, I thought only getting one goal out of this game was... Maybe a little harsh. Do you think any other podcast in the world says danger adjacent as much as we do? No. No, I think we're the we're the trendsetters in that one. Damn right we are. Um But like this this game is uh this game I, I think exhibited uh a, a cheat code in women's soccer, which is that like athleticism, especially like like another level of game changing athleticism like it, it's just so it's tough to compete with even if you're the better soccer playing team and i think cfc women are, are the better soccer playing team uh com- compared to at least a65 alliance yeah uh but they but knoxville has better athletes and 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 multiple times they i mean like they scored two goals from just straight up like kick it long boot it someone gets up ahead of steam Kick it over boom, top. Boom, gone. We're off to the races. One-on-one yep. on one chance. Look, that's something we talked about preseason, right? That the direct route one um, lower lower league men's soccer thing that you do see a bit in the lower divisions is much more prevalent in the women's game, even at the higher levels. Yeah. Because if you have a game-changing athlete, it's, it's just a, a bigger cheat code. And unfortunately, Knoxville had a couple of those. Yeah, so you, like, you, get, you get two different moments. One early in the first half, one... Uh, early-ish in the second half where it's just long ball, you know, knockdown, player runs onto it, and they're and they're off free and clear. Uh, no, no, the other Knoxville goal comes off of a throw-in sequence, and we just had a player switch off and 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 uh and and forget forget to mark someone. And that girl still has to make a great a great cutback in the box, and it's a nice finish. Not gonna, I'm not gonna take away from from that from that goal for Knoxville. Uh, but but it's frustrating where, you know, I I feel like that game is not, that game should really not be, uh, a three one home loss for for us. Mm. Uh, and and I think going those two goals that Knoxville scored in in the first eight minutes or whatever it was, 
just set us back and didn't allow us a chance to really compete and and what was an incredibly important game yeah and that's i mean like if you if you kind of lay an egg in an eight game season then you've you've set your back you you set your, yourself back tremendously i mean compare the the women's season to the men's season every single women's game is three times as important as a men's game uh, because they play a third of the games total. So when you're, when you're looking at the standings, scheduling quirks, however they, however they might be, you know, laying an egg is incredibly, uh, it's incredibly disappointing. And, and I thought, and I thought the, the women were, uh, had some really good moments. I thought they were they were unlucky not to get back into the game, um, and and you know they were they were they kept pushing until the final whistle, and that was really nice to see. Um, but it's just one of those games where you know too many things went wrong too quickly, yeah. and and I think on a different day that scoreline ends up differently. Maybe not a maybe not a win, uh, but certainly a draw. Yeah, a result that we've achieved, you know, against Knoxville already this season, uh, and and it just really stinks because that was a it was a great opportunity. It's a good team to to get back on, uh, to get back on the right foot uh, yeah. after the loss to Nashville, and to, and to keep ourselves in the hunt. Uh, I mean, at that point in time, like Nashville goes out and wins, you know, runs the table. They're winning the damn conference. There's nothing we can do. There's no playoffs, but like you still want to go out and compete and give yourself the best possible chance. And and so like that's why I, it's a little frustrating I think for me, uh, and I'm sure I'm I'm sure the the women feel that way too. Uh, they would have liked to have that one back. Yep. So let's go over the starting lineups. Uh, goalkeeper Caroline Johnson, right wing back Bailey Dull, right center back Anna Lanter, center back or center center back rather Avery Catlett, left center back Avery Ingles, left wing back Katie Johnson, central defensive midfielder Ava Van Doren, the Swiss Army knife. Uh, central midfielder Nadia Ivanchenko, central attacking midfielder Crisson St. Louis, interesting, uh, striker Summer Hernandez, and striker Victoria Grant. Um, the subs were Kristen Grant, Addie Chapman, Serena Lewis, Sage Samuelie, and Brianna Hurtado. Those are who saw minutes, correct? Yes, yes. Um, so I, I want to point out something. We kept the same like lineup approach uh, for, for labeling uh, through for, for this game and, and for the next one as well. And I think lineups and formations are fluid, right? We, we've, we've been over that a ton of times on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I, if you really wanted to break it and shake it down, it's probably closer to a, uh, a three, four, one, two with the, the three center backs, the wing backs are now like more in a line with, uh, with two kind of two central midfield players. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for your three, four, and then the attacking front is more of a trio now with one playing behind two. Yeah, with the departure of Sam Mosley due to injury, um, the, you, you've seen that the single pivot is not um, as easily played by any yeah. other player on this roster. It's not as um, There's not a like-for-like like switch. Ava Van Doren being a striker who's played right wing back and holding mid. <laughs> and, and, left wing um, back. and left wing back, sorry. And then, you know, Sage Samley we've seen get some time there as well. Like it's more of a... More of a, a kind of 10 yeah so it's it's just not no one is a like for like for sam there and 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 that's and that's definitely like caused some problems in terms of organization in terms of snuffing out some danger uh that in the first few games of the season would never have become dangerous 
you're just increasing the odds of something going wrong by not snuffing it out early enough, if that makes sense. And I and I do think that's that's a big reason why uh, the team's form has dipped a little bit um, in in this kind of second half of of the season. I do as well. I do as well. So um, I don't want to dwell on their goals. We've kind of already described them, which is uh, actually well, let's go into them. Two of them are just ball balls over the balls top. over the top player being. Um, a little more athletic or just getting a jump and we don't have the athleticism to keep up. And, and in athleticism, I'm referring directly to speed in this case. Um, yeah. And we don't have the speed to catch up. And then one of the goals is a, a good cutback and a little bit of a defensive switch off. And you know that's all she wrote. So those were rough uh, and not fun. But also, like like you said, we were, we were better than that scoreline dictated. I would like to talk about the goal we did get. Uh-huh. Summer Hernandez... Is she right-footed or left-footed? She's right-footed. It doesn't matter. She can score with both feet. Hey. Uh, that That is a wonderful... You described it as a FIFA goal, um, where there's like a kind of a cheat code-ish. An old, an old FIFA, not an old FIFA. Sometimes you could spin around and just hit it across your body, and she just spins around and smashes it across her body right over top of the goalkeeper. Um, it's awesome. It's wonderful, and it's surprising that it's with her left foot. And... Um, just because of how hard she hits it and how like perfectly she hits it, but also you just got to remember, Summer can score with her head. She, she has her hat trick earlier this year was a true hat trick: head, yeah. left foot, right foot, um, not in that order necessarily. So I, yeah, I was I was super happy to see that. That was well deserved. And if this game finishes one one or even two one, it feels a lot better. Yeah, um, but it, the, it feels annoying because it's three one. Yeah, I agree. I, I do. I do want to give uh, the shout outs on on Summer's goal there. Sage Samley with the uh, with the assist, uh, great great little ball in. Summer had yep. found a little pocket of space, and Sage finds her really really well, and and Sage is in a position to find her uh, because uh, the, the the play starts out from an attacking corner kick, and Katie Johnson is just keeping the ball alive like with uh, with some good dribbling, um, and and you know she she's able to 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 kind of hold the ball keep it flick it over a defender mm-hmm. and then poke it to Sam uh, to, to Sage, excuse me. And then Sage just slides it to summer to start this, to start the, uh, the shot sequence and really, really nice stuff for large uh, portions of this season. KD has been a real, real game changer. Oh yeah. Real, Absolutely. real game changer for us, uh, both athletically and technically, which is, you know, she's been one of the best players uh, on the field in every game we've played, um, for either team. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, moving, uh, moving her into midfield. Um, actually, I don't know why. Do I have her at? You have her at left wing back. You know, I might be wrong about that. Uh, now that I'm, oh, I'm looking at the wrong lineup. Uh, that's right. Okay, never mind. We're good. So in the second half, uh, that explained why I was freaking out about that. In the second half, uh, Coach Douglas moved Katie into midfield uh, to help, like, use her athleticism to help shore some things up in there. And I think that's one of the reasons why our second half was so, uh, so much better, in terms of some stopping some attacks from from developing, from keeping Knoxville pinned in a little bit. Uh, she started like really patrolling the midfield, uh, which was really really cool to see. And then you'll you'll see in the uh, in in the in the Charlotte lineup uh, that that change has kind of been uh, kind of been noticed, yeah, or like officialized or or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. So 
This, and, and I'm going to kind of meld the two together now, this game here um, I think contributes to that, um, spoiler alert, 5 nothing loss in the next game because I think this was the big let let off or let down, meaning like once we lost this game, uh, I think you you kind of felt the like the 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 air kind of come out of the sails air wind come out of the sails so to speak yeah. air out of the balloon um i think we were this was a game that you know like you said was a must win for us to keep our playoff hopes alive and we not only did we not win it we ended up losing it and i think you see that in the response to it in an in an away game right a really tough away game um it's always tough to go on the road to take a bus up and a bus back um to play your best game when everybody else is just not taking a bus, like um, is just getting out of their, you know, getting out of their car and going to the going to the match, like it's it's for sure harder. So I'm not, and it's a long bus ride, right? Yeah. Um, but I do think there was a big let up, uh, and, and an understandable let up. Additionally, the injuries keep piling up a little bit. The the absences keep piling up a little bit, and in the um, yeah, we can just go straight into the um, the Charlotte game, and we can come back, of course, to the Knoxville game if we have more thoughts about it. But sure. let's go over the starting lineup. So starting lineup shake up in Charlotte: Brooke Alvarez in goal, um, Kristen Grant at right wing back, so that's, an, that's a change right there. Anna Lenter at uh, right center back, Serena Lewis at center center back, and left center back Bailey Dole. So we don't have um, we don't have either uh, Avery Engels left center back, nor do we have Avery Catlett, who has now gone to Ball State yes. um, to play soccer. Yeah, she, we gave her we gave her a little bit of a send-off, uh, a little bit of a send-off after the Knoxville game, uh, brought onto the Capo stand just to show our appreciation to her, because uh, we knew it was going to be her last game. And uh, she's been she's been a big part of, of what we've been trying to do the last couple of years. And um, we, owed it, we owed it to her to give her a little send-off as she heads off to... Um, to a grad transfer, and she looks. She's at ball straight. She's uh, ball state. ball straight. Ball straight. Ball state. Uh, she's been really, really good this year um, defensively. Mm-hmm. That if you remember, if you think back to that Atlanta game where she just decided she was going to dribble up the field um, every game. Oh yeah, absolutely. She was yeah, just going to go been, on slaloming runs where she's defensively. She's been. She's I mean, been great. It's clear. It's clear that we missed her in in the Charlotte game. Um, and I, obviously the losses to the losses of, of Maudsley and now Catlett for the Charlotte game, like it's just it's really tough when you lose a couple starters, especially when they're in your spine. Mm-hmm. And look, uh, we only had three subs in that game, so I'll finish out the round out the starting lineup. So we have left center back Bailey Dole, left wing back Ava Van Doren, central uh, CDM Sage Samuel, CDM Nadia Ivanchenko, and a central attacking midfielder Katie Johnson. So you have them listed as playing side by side here, Sage and Nadia. Um, and then with Katie playing in front of them. And then Summer Hernandez and, and Kaylee Burrell starting up top. And then we only have three subs here, three subs that got minutes listed here um, on this end, unless you've cut somebody off. No, uh, I mean, Caroline was there, but she didn't play. Uh, Anna but she Silva, was, Victoria she was Grant. the only unused substitute, Caroline. Anna Silva, Victoria Grant, and Sarah King. That was it. That's another reason um, we were probably in worse shape because you're going to run out of gas when you're normally subbing six or seven players uh, a lot of times and it just we're getting towards the end of a season of a that's pretty packed in here and it and it makes it tough um and look losing you know caroline's been starting all season she's not she's not in there um you ch- you've changed out right wing backs you've moved a left wing back into the c- central midfield for better or for worse she's there yeah um so she's not out wide to do the things she does out wide a lot um 
you're missing your your uh, Sam Modsley. You're missing Avery Catlett and Avery Angles, three of your mostly defensive starters for the whole year, your central defensive midfielder and your two center backs. I like it showed in this game that five nothing on the score line. I mean, yeah, um, I, mean, I don't like, think I don't think we were I don't think we were poor necessarily for most of the game. I think we just had some big switch offs and some big some bad moments in this game, and then some of the same things that happen in the Knoxville game, the big ball over the top. Yeah, there's there's a there's a theme form forming here for the last um, few games. For the last few games, it started with Nashville, and we talked about it with Nashville of like. You know, like we're 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 close. We're in we're in the ball game. We're in the conversation. Uh, we're missing a few things to really take us to where we need to go. Both in terms of, uh, both in terms of like that high end talent, like a like a player like Yuki, whose last name I still don't know, and I really should. That's kind of Watari. Watari, yeah, a player like her. Who's I forget. Like, I forget it on purpose sometimes, but I know it. Like that high, that high, super high level talent, and we're also just missing. Uh, as many depth pieces uh so you know you you know our, our starting our, our our like best 11 um uh, on paper at the beginning of the the season but before we even started like was pretty decent and i think i think it showed with some of the play in the early parts of the season i and, showed with those first three results and, and which are our best results in the season and 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 then it struggled uh like as we lost pieces and, and important pieces the the drop off is uh, is noticeable, and look, that's you know that's soccer. That's that's soccer, and that's also the, the a bit of the difference. Like, do I think uh, you know with a couple of a, a couple of those pieces back, do we suddenly beat Women's Football Club of Charlotte five zero? No, let's not let's not kid ourselves. That's a good team. Uh, they're going to finish probably top top three in the. Uh, top three in the conference. Like that, that's a good team we just played. Uh, but we are, we are, we are much closer. We're much closer to them. Uh, full strength. Uh, than, than five zero certainly. And I think we are, uh, we're, we're still kind of looking for that thing to help us break through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like for, for large portions of the game, we can play pretty evenly, like, you know, work some stuff around, uh, there, there are some key moments where we are struggling, and, and certainly athleticism is one of them. Uh, if our, if we're, we're trying to play soccer and our line gets a little high, and all of a sudden there's a, excuse me, maybe, maybe in the Knoxville a, game the goalkeeper had two, maybe had there's two a assists. turnover, maybe there's a big ball. It wasn't an assist. Calm down, hockey assist maybe. Uh, she has a direct assist <laughs> on the on the first one over the top because she's all the way up celebrating because it's an assist. It's and not an assist. It was not an assist. No. No, 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 no. Do not, do not give these players credit when they do not deserve it. it. Was not an assist. Yeah, I'm right. We just watched these. Yeah, and you're still wrong. So, uh, <laughs> my my the point still we're, stands. We're, I think you're wrong, but the the big ball over the top, no matter where it comes from, including well, from the keeper. I mean, like the the knockdown, it, the big ball at the top can can come from the from from the keeper, but like it's the knockdown that worries because that play like everyone kind of stops for a second when when that when the two players come together to like you know try to head the ball oh, on the first one yeah yeah, yeah. and no, I remember it. and and when that happens like everyone's kind of stopped and then it's just wherever the ball goes whoever's like already in motion or whoever can get there the fastest it's and that's touch. and that and that's where like when our line's pretty high that's one touch that takes them out and they're gone and that happened in the charlotte game as well 
uh, not exactly in the same sort of way, but like that one, that one moment of they're just off to the races. And, uh, and then there was an indirect free kick with a really, really weird you know, scenario where a referee called a back pass probably was, um, like, it's just, there, there's some little things that we're, we're, we're just not quite there yet. We're, we're close. We're certainly closer than we were last year, uh, but we're not close enough. And, you know, I think, I think this has been a, I think these last three games have been a bit of a wake up call that we've, we've built this thing, but it's, it's, it could be deeper. I think it needs to be deeper. Uh, and and be able to more with withstand some injuries in in a, in a short season. There's a reason why these squads are sometimes pretty large. It's a reason uh, our original one was 28 players. Yeah, exactly. Like we've we've burned through that pretty well. Um, and you know we've got we've definitely got some work to do. Uh, towards towards the off season. Now that being said, uh, there's still a lot to play for. Actually, um, I think I think we come in. Uh, as of recording time, we come in in sixth place right now, and there's an opportunity to to still finish fifth, and that's in the upcoming game against uh, against Soda City uh, at, at home on on July first. Um, so it's gonna be a tough game, Matthew. Soda City's pretty good. <laughs> okay, Soda City's struggled this year. Um, so like I I don't I don't frankly I expect us to get three points in that game, and if we don't, we've got worse problems than. Than, than some of these other these last three games uh my my thing is I'm looking at the schedule we've got soda city to close out the season on the flip side uh Knoxville 865 Alliance has the Charlotte Eagles is that right or is it women's football club of Charlotte it's women's football club of Charlotte if women's football club of Charlotte beats Knoxville and we are able to beat Soda City by, I think it's seven goals. We will overtake Knoxville on goal difference and finish in fifth. And We've, I know that seems crazy, but Soda City lost one of theirs 11 nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can score seven. It's going to be a tall order. I mean, it's going to be tough. We're, we're, we're obviously beat up uh, and, and, and missing some players. Um, but, like, listen, there's still something to play for here. Uh, finishing fifth is better than finishing sixth and without a doubt, that's where we are right now. And that's where we, you know, we got to finish the job and look, let's end the season on a high note. Let's go get a big, let's go get a big win, big win at home. Like let's, let's get some momentum going into the off season. And, and then, you know, we, you know, let's give these, let's give these women that have spent their summer with us a a massive send off a little bit of, you know, thanks for, for being here. Thanks for taking a chance on us. hundred percent. Um, yeah, like I, I think it's, I think it's incredibly important. Now I'm looking at your takeaways here, Matthew, and they are very detailed and very long. Do you want me to read them for you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it just says fuck over and over. It does. Um, it's just one fuck and then two fucks and then three fucks. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's some, that's some detail. I did some good detail. I'll give you mine. Um, Sam is a huge miss. We already said that. I think you see the defense slowly, but surely crumbling's too far. But you see the defensive performances get um, a step down once she got injured. And, like, look, we didn't have a like-for-like replacement. And that's probably the position we were thinnest. Um, well, maybe not. But, like, the, the, of the injuries that we suffered this year and of the absences that we had, that was the position we were thinnest at was the six. And that's just a bummer. Um, 
two road, long road games are tough. We had one long road game this season, and you saw. We had, it's the game we lost 5 nothing in. That's the game that we had to go six hours away from home, not two hours away from home. And you could just see, like, that's a big, in this conference, like, people aren't traveling that far. And the games where you travel a long way. And, and we also ones. don't know who was, who was unavailable that could have been available for a two-hour road trip but wasn't for a six-hour road exactly. trip. Exactly. An overnight. Exactly. Exactly. That's um, our first overnight as a, uh, that's our first overnight as a, with a women's team. Of the last two years, yeah. 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 I mean, it's just a new experience for a lot of players. For sure. For, for, the, for the summer level, at least. For sure. Uh, and then number three, uh, mentality only gets you so far. So something that I've talked a lot about on this podcast is that the mentality of this team has been very, very good, and it's really overcome some both talent and like athleticism differences in the teams um, thus far. And man, it it oh, you kind of saw the limits of it in this game. Um, the lack of depth, which you, we've just spoken about, um, you could really feel that, and you could see it lacking in some key positions. So... Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really upset about that. It's just that that's just the reality of playing, right? Like if you don't, it's, it's hard to have starting level players at the backups of every position. And, um, once you started losing some of those starting level players, like the mentality was not enough to make up for it. And that sucks because these last two games, you know, losing by a combined eight to one score is a bummer, but also I think you got to separate those two games and realize like that first game that, that against Knoxville, except for a couple key plays could have been a very different game yeah but the charlotte game was 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 rough but you know that's that's how it goes this has been a really good season so far overall like well i just a really good season because i don't know if it's been a good season yet i don't know how exactly i feel about it but it's been a very much a step in the right direction yeah um or back in the right direction rather towards the winning ways um and we just got to go get it done on july 1st to end up with a a win and a strong send-off so I'll, i'll give you my three now uh, my, my first one is who are we, uh, are we the team that, uh, had two wins and, and two draws in, in the first four matches, including a draw at Knoxville and, and a draw, uh, at home against Nashville. Um, uh, are we the team that lost at Nashville at home against Knoxville and at Charlotte back to back to back games? I think ultimately it's a little bit of both. And just cut this whole part out. Yeah. They're so tough. They're so tough. My dogs are dumb. Especially the little one. Yeah. But we love them. Go go back from point number one. Just uh, at the beginning. If you're good with that, that way I have two shots at looking because I don't remember exactly when. Don't worry, I don't know where I was going with it either. So, <clears throat> all right, point number one: Who are we? Uh, are we the team that uh, took two wins and two draws from our first four games? Yep, uh, including a, a home draw against Nashville. We're the only team so far to take points off Nashville mm-hmm. in the conference, uh, and, and including a, a an away draw at Knoxville, where we showed a lot of lot of character. Um, great mentality in that game. And then, you know, we beat the shit out of Birmingham, which everyone's doing, but we also like had a tough game against Atlanta fire. It took some time for that develop and, but like still kept pressing, kept pressing, kept pressing, got the job. Welcome to Bangerville. Welcome to Bangerville. Or are we the team of the last three games where we lost to Nashville, where we lost, uh, at home against Knoxville and we lost at, 
Plymouth Football Club of Charlotte. And none of those, those games on the on the score line at least were close. Yeah, by the way, those that's 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 eleven goals against and two goals for in that three game stretch. Now, granted, that was always going to be the hard stretch of the season. Yep. Like those three games were we're gonna determine But rolling into rolling into those games, we said like if we can, you know, get a draw against Nashville and and a win against uh, a win against Knoxville, like yeah, we're, gi- we're still giving, in this. You're giving yourself a chance. But, at you the know, end. we lost all three of these games, and 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 again, we just said like we feel like the Knoxville game was closer than the scoreline appears. Yeah. All of these games weren't so, close to so, the scoreline. So who, like, which team are we? Are are we right. the team of the first four? Are we the team of the last three? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, like we're not. I don't think we we are a team in in totality that just you know lost the last three by a combined score of two to eleven. Like I, I don't think we're that team, but I do think it's clear that those games showed some weaknesses that didn't necessarily show up, uh, especially against Nashville at home, mm. and and maybe that's just like Nashville personnel. We don't really know that for 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 certain. Um. But I do think that's something to look at as 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 the season kind of winds down, figuring out, you know, what what went well, what did not go well, uh, how can we make things better? Figuring out who we actually were mm-hmm. is, is gonna be paramount to determining where we have to go next. Uh number two, July one is priority. Like we can talk about like, you know, who we are and where we want to go and all these types of things. July one is priority. We have to beat the shit out of Soda City, mm-hmm. and 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 that means and straight up that means like when we play that game, it's the, the opposite of Women's Football Club of Charlotte. They're coming here now. They're on the long road trip. The the um, yeah the, the the Charlotte the Charlotte Knoxville game happens a week later than than our our last game of the season against Soda City. So, uh, like every single goal matters. I think actually if we beat Soda City seven nil or whatever it is, and, and Women's Football Club of Charlotte beats Knoxville, but it's like four to three or five to four. Like there, there's some goal scenarios here. Knoxville can still actually end up beating us on, on, on goal difference. Cause that would be even, and it would go to goal scored. Um, so I guess uh, what I mean to say is like, if we can win that game seven nil, that's great. Or eight nil or nine nil. If we can win that game 20 to nil, I don't want to hear shit from people saying that we're, uh, we're running up the score and we're bad sports or whatever. Like that's a place in the table. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a place in the fucking table. July one's priority. Let's get numbers one through 11 uh, on the fo- on the field. And I want to, and I want to bring the rain on, on July one. Let's, let's, let's send this team off. Well, let's send them off in a winning way, send them off in a big win. And you know, we'll, we'll let the table shake out after, after the game's over. Um, I agree. And I guess I guess number three overall, like we're a work in progress. This this team is a work in progress. This program, this program's a work this in program. progress. This program, program. We, we got some we got some recruiting to do, and, and and this actually leads back into point number two. Like always be recruiting, but you start recruiting by by how you play and how you win, and how you finish, and how you finish. And we've got we've got we've got a job to do. And and we'll do a we'll do a full wrap up of 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 the women's season when it's time. Um, I think I'm, we're doing this on the fly right now, but I think I don't want to do it after like the week after the uh, the Soda City match. I think I want to take a few weeks. Me too. I want to wait for number one to see how the weekend after develops, mm-hmm. which I realize is like you know me absolutely playing into a small sample size event. You know. 
could have drastic implications for fifth or sixth in the table. But I also want to see like how how far does Nashville go in the playoffs, or you know, the Charlotte Eagles uh, are they able to pull it off and like sneak through or whatever? And like I, I want to see how some things develop. I want to give some time, uh, and and then we'll come back in. We'll come back in August, I think, um, and 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 really like have a conversation and and see where where we are and where and where we need to go. I agree. Well, Matthew, thank you for joining joining me. On podcast number two of today, little peek behind the curtain, Woo! we have one more still to go. Man, my voice is my voice is so so screwed up from uh from from Saturday's match. From all the cigarettes you smoked on Saturday, you shouldn't it, be doing that. I don't think it was that. You, I think it was drinking beer and not seltzers. It's pretty good at drinking beer. <laughs> do do do.